Hey guys, I want to tell you about Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And how do I know? Because Todd Orndorff on a podcast now switched to Anchor. And it's absolutely free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Can you imagine not having to lug all of your equipment every place you go to do an interview or record? You can do it all right from your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you want to be heard, they send you there. You do the fun stuff, they do the hard stuff. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Orner from the Toddcast. That's one sexy voice. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. Uh-huh. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo! Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mr. Tato. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co-host that knows most. And that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC. What's up, what's up, and good evening to you. This is Todd Orner from the Toddcast coming at you from the great state of PA, Central PA to be exact. My name is Todd Orndorf. I'll be your party host for this evening. And along with me today, from Parts Unknown, he's the hype man for Tattooed in the Wild, the raging redneck himself, the title holder to Castle Venice on Jerk. Hey, Mr. Johnny Simonetti, or Simonetti, it never matters because he's ready. Johnny, what's up, my friend? What's up, homie? When are you going to go back to what's up, what's up, my homie? I did it last week. I did it. I did it last week. Let's keep, consistency is key if you want a successful show, Johnny. Have you noticed I haven't changed my intro since day one? What's up? What's up? What's <laughs> up? So, so we need to go back to this. Johnny, Simon, Eddie from Simon, uh, doesn't matter because he's ready. What's up, my homie? Hey, what's up, my <laughs> homie? How are you, bud? Oh, just grinding, you know. Hey, <laughs> you son of a gun. <laughs> you said consistency is key, so that's what I say pretty much every week. You know, the one thing about last episode was I didn't know what to entitle that, and I just put BS and laughs. I don't know. I, I, I got a feeling this might be BS and laughs part two. Yeah. I, but hey, dude, we got a guest. Yes, we do. We got this guy who I met a couple months ago, not too long ago, and I brought him on because he's a ball buster, which I appreciate. Because uh, if you've ever listened to my show, I can bust a couple balls myself. Yep. So it's uh now that this is you know the, you know Johnny the one thing about and before I bring them on the one thing about podcasting is when these go out there Johnny these these are out there forever you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So one of the things one of the things in life especially when you got something going on like this and you're able to have a guest on that busted your balls is you can have a thing called redemption and it just so happens it might be today ladies and gentlemen. We're going to refer to this guy as Coach Kurt today. He is he is the manager of my son's Little League team, and he gave me a bunch of crap all season long. Kurt, what's going on, man? Not too much. How are you guys doing? What's up? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not too bad. What's up, Kurt? <laughs> too much, Johnny. See, see, the bad thing is is when he starts busting your balls, when you start busting his balls back, he's right there beside y'all. He's got to do is tap you in the back of the head. (laughs) Oh, and... Yeah, but he's just going to cry like a little girl. 
Yeah, see, listen, he, he, listen, Johnny, this is going to be the way this is going to go. But the thing is, the thing he doesn't, uh, Johnny's spitting out his, his, all right, he's spitting out his credential. Hold on, credential check. Johnny, what you got? Tell me. You know what I got. I've got the uh, Heineken Zero, point zero. Heineken, Heineken Zero for zero what? Oh, wait, never mind. That's right. Carrot, what you got? I got me a nice, cold Miller Lite. Nice cold Miller. That stuff sucks, to be honest with you. <laughs> Miller Lite sucks. We, that will never be a sponsor now. But uh, I'm going to go get my credential. You guys BS or something. Get to know each other. Give each other hugs. <laughs> Kurt, so how'd you meet that crazy fool? Just through baseball? Through baseball. I We did our draft. I uh, called him. Like I do, I called my parents. And I was like, yo, I introduced myself. He introduced himself. He's like, I want to coach. I'm like... All right, we'll try it. Yep. We'll try it. He did a good job. We'll try it. Good, good. I told him I had to. <laughs> if you can hear me, I'm back now. Uh, yeah. I told him I had to coach. Now, that's a great story. Awesome. Sorry I missed it. Now, listen. <laughs> credential time. I kind of, I'm not going to lie, I just bought this thing. I got, uh, I bought a can. I got this thing about half hour ago. I may have, like, Almost tucked it in my pocket going up to the register. I, I felt kind of embarrassed. I didn't know how to... This, you see people with him and you kind of think, okay, this guy's a jabroni. You know what I mean? It is a wine cooler. It is not a no, wine it's cooler. Not, it's a white claw. <laughs> ah, Johnny Simon! <laughs> mango. <laughs> oh, it's mango. I know it's mango. I, I recognize the label. <laughs> Has anybody had a white claw? Yes, I have. I have not. Then what are you ragging on me for? <laughs> you have already had one. It was funny as hell. I felt the same way when I bought mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, okay, what t- what kind did you get? Uh, I've tried. I've tried them all. I've tried mango, uh, black Listen, cherry. You're a veteran, huh? You're a veteran. I'm stuttering. You're a veteran oh, yeah. because you've had every flavor of white claw. Yeah, I think I've tried them all. Black cherry was pretty good, actually. They had they had black cherry and they had mango, and uh, I'm not gonna lie, dude, I felt like a chump. Yep. <laughs> there's a, there's a there's a line of like nine behind me. I'm like cupping it like behind my arm, you know, like tucking it next to my side, like I'm Barry Sanders running for the end zone. That's kind of what it seemed like to me. I've, so, got a, uh, I've got a funny story about the White Claw, right? So when I had my hold Toyota... On, hold on, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Hold on one sec. Ready? Hold on. Yep. This is official. All right, there it was. <laughs> oh, look. Oh, go ahead with this. This stinks. Go ahead, though. No. It doesn't even smell good. I've got to watch. It doesn't even smell good. <laughs> I swear to God, if this, if this tastes like... Johnny, if this tastes like Panther piss, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> Y'all waiting. Tell your wife, Dad. Tell your wife. Let's chug tell it. your story while I. No, chug it. Dun 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 dun. Oh, that is bad. <laughs> oh my god. Listen. Hold on. Talk. Oh my god. Oh my god. I knew it wasn't going to end well. <laughs> Wow. Kurt's rocking back and forth in the chair. That's hilarious. Oh, I knew that was going to end bad. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad he didn't like take a, like a bigger 
drink of it. That's why I told him. I think that would have been funny. Like, it probably, probably would have like, spit it out. That's why I wanted him to chug it. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Kurt's going to try this. Okay. Hey, honest opinion. Good luck. You're going to die. This... Well, oh, man, that's like, that tastes like flat beer that's been sitting out in the sun for like years. Yeah. If, if you, listen, if you could lick in between an orangutan's toes, that's what that is. <laughs> so, Josh, does blackberry taste any better than this or not? I or mean, it all tastes the same. It all tastes the same. But it, I like the black cherry flavor better than I did the mango. It tastes like, like you said, it tastes like flat beer. It was like and panther piss and pa- panther piss and two drops of mango in it. Oh, that's hilarious! Oh that's hilarious. Uh, White claws. T- Why do people do that, man? That's a big thing. Yeah, it is. It is a big thing. Oh my god, that's so bad. Did you guys drink that whole thing? Though? I drink. You already, you already First of all, this it. is my show. You already opened it, though. First, I don't care. That's alcohol abuse. Right. Good. Agreed. I, you I support to. alcohol abuse. You have to drink it. Dude, I'm literally drinking raisins right now. <laughs> Tell me your white cloth story. This is so bad. <laughs> so, I had I got on a kick of, of really liking the black cherry white claw. And when I had my oh. truck, I had, you know, I threw a couple in my back, you know, floorboard. And, uh. Back seat. Huh? Oh, you can't. Nothing, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, this spring when we were turkey hunting, Dallas and I were turkey hunting. Dallas kind of walked up to the truck and I had my back door open. He said, The hell's that on your floorboard? I said, It's a white claw, don't judge me. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm telling you. We got a pretty good kick out of that. Okay. If I'm being honest about this stuff, because there are a lot of people who drink this garbage. I, I'm like embarrassed to even be holding it. Um, it literally tastes like panther piss and smells like. That smells bad. It is bad. That smells like. It smells like possum piss <laughs> or Parmesan cheese in a Buick. Dude, it is that bad. It is legit that terrible. I think it's hilarious because I remember the episode with Joel and Stacy. They tried their white claws for the first time, and it was the same reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. It's freaking silt. It's like sp- spiked sparkling water. Yeah. I didn't even know what that. I didn't even know that until I just looked at it. I didn't even know what it was. It says hard seltzer on it. I understand, but dude, that's bad. That's hilarious. Hey, let. All right, let's get off of Panther Piss. This is terrible. They, I'm the, you know what? As a, as a podcast, you're always looking for sponsors. If they come at me, I will throw them out the door. <laughs> the, the check can't be big enough. That's all I'm saying. Johnny, the three of us got something in common, my man. Yes, sir. We are, uh, well, we think we're all in agreement. The White Claw sucks. But other than that, we're all outdoorsmen, dude. Yes, sir. Absolutely. So, Kurt, him and I have stated multiple times on, you know, like our favorite things to hunt, some fun hunting stories or whatever. You are an archery guy, correct? Yes. All right, he'll be on. So, let me let me get your, Johnny, let me get your opinion on crossbows. I love my, we're going to go here. I love my crossbow. 
I know. He's oh, freaking, good man. You're yeah. a good man, Johnny. You said, listen, put your arms down. <laughs> listen. When was it? It was a week ago today. Yeah, last Thursday. A week ago today, I was at Kurt's house after our very last game of the season. Okay? Little League season ended, and uh, uh, kids were gone in bed, and I was like, hey, you know, oh, he, he invited me over to have a drink. I was like, fine. You know, we'll go over the last game of the season. We got talking about hunting. And uh, he was talking about going out shooting these deer and shooting these, oh, archery season, archery season. It's a freaking crossbow. Now, Johnny, I understand you because you got a shoulder issue. Because you were like powerlifting or something. <laughs> you were trying to look like Schwarzenegger or whatever you were doing. But this dude right here just pulls a crossbow just because he wants to. You got a legit... I'm, I'm actually sticking up for your southern butt right now. Because you had, you had an injury, so that's why you do it. Yeah. What's your excuse? Right. Like, he's but, red already. But have, have, he's have, talking have, with his would, hands hey, before his lips are moved. Hey, would you, like, be quiet, please? This is my Thanks. show. Don't cut Thanks. me off on my show. Listen, bump your gums into the mic, not at me. Go. <laughs> okay, so when did you get your crossbow? I've had mine, I guess, for seven years, probably. I, I would say seven, seven or eight years. Was that before your so- shoulder problems? No, oh, no, that was after. Hmm. Oh. Right, good try. Right, good right. try. Go ahead. Uh, I... Check one off for Todd. No, I started. I actually started off shooting, uh, practicing with a traditional, with a trad bow recurve. That's when I got started, and I, I was compound all the way up uh, until uh, the morning I went to go pull pull back on a doe, and my shoulder popped, and that was it for me. I could not. I, as a matter of fact, the following season I wasn't even going to hunt, and uh, my hunting buddy Colby actually bought me my first crossbow because he. That's how bad he wanted me to keep hunting. Uh, he bought my first crossbow for me because I just wasn't going to do it. I was so pissed. and <laughs> Pretty damn nice, though, I will say. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Colby, my uh, my shoulder hurts, too. Uh, so, Kurt, what's your story? Why are you, why are you using a crossbow? Because I don't even think I asked you. I just busted your balls. But uh, why? I, really, I really don't have a reason. I uh, just... My, my because seven-year-old like, girls do it, and it's easy? Is that why? No, my one oh, buddy... Okay. My one buddy started it, and he's like, "Here, shoot my shoot this bow." So I sh- shot his crossbow, and I was like, "Man, I was like, I really like this." So that's that's pretty much it. I'd like it too if it, you know there's crosshairs and everything else on it. Yeah, for sure, I'd like it too. But I don't know. I was just saying. I just I, well, listen, I, after, listen, after, I just I don't understand. Maybe it's the measure of a man. You know what I mean? And and if if we are if if we're if we are going to calculate this as a measure of a man. Then clearly I'm up here, and Kurt, you are way down here. I disagree. I, I don't. I listen, don't. Listen, October third. October third is wherever our archery opens up up here. When's yours, Johnny? It's October first Saturday of October. Unless you do it, yeah, so unless you do an urban archery, you know I can hunt the city limits. Uh, it starts in September. So it's usually the first Saturday in October. Yeah, well, see, you were saying that, that that night, whenever I have a deer hanging, and I call you up and say, "Hey, Todd, how'd you do?" Be like, oh, I seen one, but I couldn't get it. Listen, I don't want to hear you. Crying. I don't want. I, listen, I'll, I'll bring you over. Some, I don't want to expose. Some, uh, I don't want to expose deer jerky. If you would like some, listen, I'm going to cut you off because I can't. Because this show has my name on. <laughs> Remember, you can't do that to me. Now, the bottom line is, I won't expose. 
Johnny, okay, listen. The hunting area that he hunts, I know about it. High fence. There ain't no high fence. High, there's, there's no fence, fence at all. A quarter of an acre, and all the deer he shoots, it's on his weed. <laughs> so I don't understand what the heck he's bragging about. You can even use a compound on the Wii game you use. So I don't know why you're still using a crossbow on there, too. This is the guy I bring on. Kurt! You believe this? Kurt! Quality hunting talk! Quality hunting talk, and we're talking this. Kurt, remember what I said. <laughs> COVID! We can't do that COVID! We're supposed to be six feet apart, and we're like literally I know. six inches apart. I know. <laughs> Don't tell anybody, it's the freaking Department of Health will come after us. <laughs> I've already been shut down. I, I was, do was going to say, that's not the first time you've caught flack. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, so did you guys already send for your doe tags or not, Johnny? We, uh, when we buy our uh, big game license, it already comes with our tags. We, we get um, three doe tags. And on, on, well, actually, you get three doe tags and three buck tags, but one of the buck tags is only good for the east side of the Blue Ridge. And uh, I hunt on the west side. I've only hunted on the east side of the Blue Ridge twice, but they're allowed to kill three bucks over there. On this side, we can get two bucks and three does and three turkeys. That's crazy. Blue side, green side, red side. We're in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking I don't know what you're talking about. It's it's weird. You got a lease though, right? Well, we don't lease it. I've been right. I've been hunting it for I've been hunting the same property for I think this will be my like nineteenth year I've had the same property. It's not a whole you know, it's not a real big wooded area to hunt, but it's it's been a real good property for me. Well yeah, it has. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard anything about Johnny, but last year he went out hunting three times and in three hours got three deer. <laughs> Not true. Oh, it's crazy. It's not true. Because he, yes, it is. Because he's got a high fence too that he hunts. <laughs> so you got private land. Yeah. I know you got private land. Right. Yes. You're on private. Tell them about your property. So, that's my buddy's dad's property. On the Wii. Ah, uh, not on the Wii. <laughs> and it's 99 acres. And. There's like six of us that hunts there. And last year was my first uh, full year of archery hunting. I got an eight point and I got a doe all last year. Nice. Very good. So I'm the, I'm the only one here that doesn't have private land to go to. When I moved back from Pittsburgh, I was just like, boom, strictly public right now. So, yeah. Kind of sucks. Like, I mean, obviously, I I know the advantages of private land and you know, and uh, having the permission and such. But like, the advantage from that to the struggles that I got to deal with with someone's uncle Elmer walking through the freaking woods, not caring, not knowing what he's doing, you know, being kind of a schmuck out there, or the guys from the city who drive in because this is a very rich outdoor area. You know, who have no respect for other hunters. They just drive up, they do their thing, they grab and go. You know, so, I mean, the amount of jealousy that I have for people with private land right now is just off the charts. And, you know, I understand that. I'm like, when I say I've been fortunate, I have been very fortunate. 
Uh, up until let up until this past season, I had two properties for that I could hunt on for the past twenty years almost. And like Todd, you know, last year I lost the biggest property I had. It was one hundred and forty eight acres. And that's why I only hunted three times last year. You know that we've already told the story on here, but it's it's nice having private property. It really is. Yeah. So it, three times, three deer, three hours. No, no, it wasn't three hours. That's for sure. It took you got more deer in the amount of time that it takes from you to drive to the Great American Outdoor Show. No. If you add if you add up your total time in the woods, you got three deer in the amount of time that you went to Harrisburg. That's not true. That's not true because each all three all three times I went hunting, I was in there before daylight, and I did not leave there before nine thirty. Well, before nine o'clock in the morning. I'm talking legal hunting time. And it was legal hunting time. Yeah, but not when you go in there five or four four or five in the morning. Oh well. Well, okay. There you go. You know what I'm saying. Game, set, match. TKO, sunshine. Sorry. Hey, drink some of it. Listen, if I pour you a drink in my home, you better drink it. That's disrespectful. Give me your cup and pour more White Claw in it. Disrespectful or not, I'm not drinking that garbage. <laughs> 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 oh, Johnny, have you ever heard of White? A, uh, a white. Yeah, I'm really talking White Claw. Have you ever been in the woods and Kurt, you too, have have you guys ever been in the woods in dark and heard a bobcat go off? That's that's funny that you say that because <clears throat> I was fourteen and uh, I was hunting uh, my aunt and uncle has property in the next couple towns over and very first time ever turkey hunting. My uncle was calling his turkey in. And, I, and like I said, I was like 14, and I was like, man, I'm hearing it, and I see it, and I get ready to shoot it, and I feel this thing come down out of this tree, and it brushes my arm. Oh, I was getting oh. ready to shoot this. I was getting ready to shoot this thing. It just literally came down out of the woods because it scared the living crap out of me. And my uncle was like, no, 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 don't shoot this. And I was like, what the hell was that thing? It was like a bobcat. Dude, that, I shit you not. That thing, like, literally, like, I felt it brush my arm. Oh, wow. Well, have you ever heard the scream? I've never heard them scream. Johnny. Not in person, I haven't, but I've, I've heard them. You, I've you, heard, I heard coyotes. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Coyotes. But for, for the listeners out there who have never heard a bobcat scream, I'm going to play this for you guys, and Curtis will be the first you hear it, too. This is, is this not one of the most eerie sounds in the world? It is. All right, here we go. Folks, this is for you guys. Listen up. Everybody shut up. I hope you guys can hear that. But that's... Oh, yeah. Imagine being in the woods, pitch black, and hearing... Or whatever the heck it was. (laughs) That wasn't very good. That wasn't very... That's actually not a bobcat, folks. That was me. But uh, talk about like something out of a horror movie, man. Yeah. So have you heard one? No, I never have. But I know what it is. I've heard it, just not actually out in the woods. Yeah, I've never heard it in person, but. Ugh. 
All right, every, all right, here we go. Everybody's dream hunt. Johnny, start it. One, one game animal. What is it? New Zealand red stag would be my dream hunt. Huh? A New Zealand red stag. Can I ask you why? Just because I know I'll never get to do it. I thought. Well, be, I mean, that's kind of the, that's kind of the point of a dream hunt. Yeah, but that would be cool as shit. When's the last time you went to a restaurant and ate venison? Four years. Four years ago, when Arby's had the venison hamburger, the venison burger. Arby's. Arby's, yeah, they did for real. They sold a venison. Yep, they sold a venison steak burger. Well, you the were, reason why I was like, so the reason why I was like, that's your dream hunt. Did you know that actually, Red Stag is the so the venison that is shipped all over the place for like venison in restaurants. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said that. I was like, you, like you, you probably have eaten it a few times already. You no kidding. I mean? I did not know that. Yeah, it's red stag. That's what it is. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah, that, that's Kurt, pretty cool. What, yeah, what's your dream hunt? I would like to go and like do like a safari hunt. Oh, I'm like, gonna... like I think that'd be pretty sweet. Like in Africa? Yeah. Like, right. if, if I'd ever win the lottery, and like my wife keeps saying, if she ever wins the lottery, she's going to take her dad. Well. She's taking me as well. So here, all right. Here's the thing. We gotta talk about this. Why? Why do you want to go African big game hunting? What is it about? What are you gonna do with it? I'd get a mountain. Is that why you want it? Look, look at him! <laughs> Come on, answer the question. Uh, home cooking hunter Joel, make sure you listen. Uh, make sure you're tuning into this. I was on an I was on an old podcast called Breaking Wild. Our buddy he uh, he was a host. He brought me on. We talked about we actually spoke about African big game hunting. So I'm kind of curious as to uh, so you said you want to go there, you want to kill something. So you want to go there and you want to mount because you want it mounted. What else you can do with it? Well, I eat it. You're gonna eat it. Yeah. All right. All right. He's gonna eat lion. He's gonna what? eat. What and, and I'm going to shoot it with the crossbow that I got. Listen to, listen to. No, what the is crossbow? It, what, he used. What is it that you want to hunt in Africa when you say yeah. you want to go to Africa? What? Big game. What What would be your your trophy? I'd probably have to say a lion. Okay. Oh, here we go. I'm going to get hate mail. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, I'm going to end up dead. What was what was what was the lion's what was what was the lion's name that caused so much stink? Oh, what was that? You know what I'm talking was, about. No, I, that was the gorilla. The um. No, it's, oh, it man, was a lion. No, I know, but there was a yeah. gorilla too. Oh, who was that? Harambe. Oh, you're into African. You're talking that about that was the Harambe. gorilla, right? Yeah, that's Harambe. He was shot in the zoo. You're you're an African big game hunter. What's the lion's name? I have no idea. <laughs> I can't. For the life of me, I can't remember. I can't. I can't either. Yeah, I don't see, like see what I would the the lion that I would shoot. 
I would name it Dinner. Dinner. There you go. <laughs> I think mine. I I've always I've never been able to to pick a one out of these two. Like there's not there's like they're both number ones. One would be like one A and one would be one B. For sure, I want to take an elk with a bell out west or in the Midwest, like Montana or something. And uh, either 1A or 1B is I want to take a mountain lion with a bow. So bad. You have no idea how bad I want to get a mountain lion with a bow. What would you do with it? Eat it. And uh, first of all, I'd mount it. And then I'd uh, then I'd eat it. That's what I would do. Does that sound familiar? It does. <laughs> Sounds like a wonderful idea. <laughs> but now, so I I don't know, man. I, like, I I can't pick which one would be my favorite or which one I want to do more. But man, I'm telling you, there's something about. I always. I have this thing for big cats, man. Just like they're so mysterious and very methodical in all their moves. You know what I mean? The the greatest hunters in the world are cats. It's unbelievable. But to be able to, and I don't want to use dogs or nothing. I just want to like me, the wilderness, and like death staring me in the face. You know, I I want to know that either I'm coming out on top or I'm not, and I just want to use a stick. <laughs> That's my jam. I don't know. I. I mean, Johnny, you know, I want to get, I want to get scratched by a bear someday in my lifetime. I just like, I want to face that like, that danger, but like, no, I came out on top. I don't know. Do yep. you ever want to get scratched by a bear? I can't say I have. I've always wanted to get scratched by a bear, right across the pack. I don't want to get hurt. I just want to get scratched and have marks. I don't want to die. I just like, I, I want to see the wounds. That's been my thing for a long time. I don't know why. Johnny, tell me one of your tell me one of your favorite hunting stories, bud. Uh, well, two of actually. Ho- yeah. Hold on, hold on. You and I have spoken about this before. We have a guest. We, have. we can't be rude. Yeah. Kurt, tell us tell us some favorite hunting story. Well, there I was. I had my crossbow. <laughs> no, last year I was hunting this private property that I hunt on. Hi, fence. <laughs> Not on the Wii, though. And I had my 14-year-old boy with me. And he's never shot a big buck before. And I see one coming through the woods, and I told him, I was like, hey. I was like, here comes one. All I could see was the horns, and the body looked, like, massive. And I was like, whenever you get... So I was, like, talking through him. I was like, whenever you... Get a clean shot, get and shoot it. And I'm sitting there. I see the deer. It turns. And I'm like, man, he should be shooting this at any time. He doesn't shoot it. And I just, I give him that look. And I'm like, what the hell were you thinking? And he's like, well, I couldn't get a good shot at it. I was like, could you see it in the scope? And he's like, yeah, I could see it. And I was like, well, that's good enough. I was like, we would have got it. But... I mean, it was it was bad because like he didn't get one, but I'd probably say that's like a good story because oh, it's an experience with it's, your it's, son. It's always going to stick stick in my mind. Like, man, you could have shot this deer, but you didn't. <laughs> <clears throat> so, lesson learned: don't let the kids 
have a firearm because or a bow because they're just not going to pull the trigger. But I'm never so I, I mean maybe I don't know. Johnny, what's yours? Well, like I said, we spoke of it before. Both of mine are, are involves my children. You know, my daughter turkey hunting with Dallas filming the one morning we had them you know 20 yards away from us and then a gang of like 26 turkeys came out across the field and they turned and and took away you know just went straight away from us but to feel her breathing and her excitement and knowing that we were that close it just it got me all amped up and the other one was when I had my son with me when uh, he killed his first deer and we had a doe and a a little seven-pointer in front of us and I said, buddy, which one do you want to shoot? And he said, I want to shoot the buck, daddy. And I said, okay. I said, well, he had my 30-30, had him on the shooting sticks. I think he was 11 or 11 or 12. And I told him, I said, you know where to aim. I said, aim right behind the shoulder, gently squeeze the trigger. Shot goes off. The deer mule kicks, takes off. I, I watch him roll in the field. And he said, did I get him, daddy? I said, yeah, buddy, he's down. He's in the field. And I said, you see that white spot? And then you automatically you hear his entire voice and, and demeanor change. And he's, oh, oh, are you sure I got him, Dad? I said, yeah, buddy, he's laying right there. I said, I said you see that white spot? I said, that's his belly right there. And he is just shaking. And, and I mean, he, he was shaking, looking like he was standing on the North Pole in a pair of booty shorts and a crop top. I mean, he was just shivering. And he said, Dad, are, are are you supposed to shake like this? I said, yes, sir, you are. He said, but but you don't shake. I said, yes, I do. I said, the day you quit shaking is the day you stop hunting because it's no longer fun for you anymore. That's right. And, I agree with that and, statement. You know, I'm going on 50 years old this year, and I've I've killed a lot of deer. And Todd, that that you know, 113 eight pointer that I killed this past season. I literally had to sit down in the tree stand because I thought I was going to fall down because my legs were shaking so bad after I shot it. It's just a feeling you can't you can't emulate in in any way as far as I'm concerned. No, there's no there's no way to manufacture that uh, nah. that type of feeling. I think one of my one of my favorite ones was actually actually my, my favorite one was actually one that I. Um, just spoke to Sarah Ann about on the Outdoor Medic podcast. Um, so, a buddy of mine, um, he asked me if I wanted to go hunt with him. It was the last Saturday of rifle season 2013. And I drive up from Maryland. I was living in Baltimore and uh, I had my doe tag and such. And, and, uh, and he had his. So, man, if it was legal, whatever, it was down. It was the last day. So, I drive up and. Uh, we're on foot. If I'm rifle hunting, Johnny, I, I can't sit. I got to move. I'm, I've, I have a better chance of moving through the woods and I, seeing stuff than I do sitting just because nothing will come up to me. I'm so fidgety. I can't just <laughs> sit there. So I might as well use my f- fidgetiness, if that's a word, to just get up and walk. So we were, we hit about just about the three-mile mark on foot, and uh, sure enough, boom, he kicks them up and uh, – it went out and around, and I stayed put, and it's been, it was like five, ten minutes, and I didn't see anything. I'm like, oh, man, it went the wrong direction. And all of a sudden, thank God for peripherals, man, I saw this, uh, I saw, here, here she came. She, one day was walking right around the corner, and um, it saw my breath or something, and it just took off, boom, dead sprint. So, 
It's running in between. It's like 55 yards away. It, it, it's running, it's running. I pull up. I go to look through my scope, and my buddy's right in my crosshairs. I'm like, oh, my God. He's like, oh, my God. So I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty scary. So I wait a second. You know, she obviously keeps on sprinting. She's going, hops another log. I shot her in uh, mid-stride in the air. She spun around. Uh, thank God for Hornady. Best ammo out there. That's what I'm saying. And uh, uh, she took, like, three breaths. She died, but the significance of the whole story was my buddy was getting married, had a kid on the way, so that was his wedding gift. I gave him that entire deer. Helped feed his family. Wow, that's cool. So I thought that was pretty neat. But my buddy was right in my crosshairs, dude. Talk about your butt puckering up. Holy smokes. That's, yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. That would that would make you pucker up. No doubt about it. Has anybody had any scary moments in the woods? Something. something whether it was... Not, nothing it, like... Whether, nothing like dangerous. But... Again, my buddy Kobe and I were hunting. We were actually hunting on, uh, you know, it was still private ground, but we were hunting out in Goshen, Virginia, and we both heard a noise that I had never heard before, and it was not a bobcat, okay? I clarify that. It was something that... It was that, Bigfoot. Huh? It was Bigfoot. No, I, I tell you, we, we both heard a noise. We had walkie-talkies. We were probably about 75, 80 yards apart, and... And I get on a walkie-talkie, and I said, you know, dude, what the hell was that? And he said, I don't know. He said, but it was, like, right in front of me, about 50 yards. And he said he never did see anything. It's, you know, it was right before, I'd say a half an hour before dark. And so we're talking, and then we get done. We meet up, and we get to talking about it again. And, and neither one of us can figure out what it what it is, what it was. And... And I would never tell this story if it wasn't for that I have a, a witness with me. And I'm dead. <laughs> so I get home that night and I start researching all these sounds that are native to Virginia. I go through owl sounds, you know, nothing, nothing, no owl made that noise. I go through bobcat sounds, nothing made that noise. And I just happened to click on mountain lion. And about the third, no, stop it! Uh, I swear to God, the third sound bite I hit for mountain lion, it made the hair stand up on the back of my neck. I got cold chills, and this is back in the day of flip phone. Okay, so I had an old, <laughs> I had an old flip phone, and you could flip the phone open and you could hit record sound. So I hit record sound, and I played that sound bite back, and I sent it to my buddy on, you know, through a text message. And I said, is this or is this not what we heard tonight? And he calls me. He doesn't even text me back. He calls me. He said, John, that's exactly what it was. He said, what was that? I said, dude, that was a mountain lion. That, that is a mountain lion sound right there. So I, people can say what they want. They say they're not in Virginia. I'm still, I call bullshit. That's such a big thing here. Have you heard that around here? I actually... Follow this PA hunting on on Facebook, and there was a guy on there and had like three pictures of a mountain lion. So listen, I, you yes. could Google yes, mountain lions and you could get pictures. What from you're anyone. saying you're not here? Is that I've what you're been saying me? that. Listen, Is that what you're telling the amount us? of times the, the amount of time that I spent my life in the freaking woods, I would have seen one here. That's that's <laughs> the argument. That's the argument. I'm, 
I'm telling you, man, they're that, not here. That is the argument. That's the argument here in Virginia as well. Oh, as many trail cameras are out, many hundreds people would see them. Well, when you hear people seeing them, they did they get discredited. So, uh. no, no. Listen, first of all, you're not <clears throat> taking their side. You're my you're my co-host. You are obligated to take my side on all arguments. Yeah, <laughs> but you're I, I I have my own brain. <laughs> For, I'm getting about the 86 both of you right now. Now listen. Well, I'm sitting right here. Yeah, you're about to get out my door too. Now listen to me, darn it, Johnny. There are a couple towns there. Look. There are a couple. Did you see ta- it, Johnny? There are a couple towns around here where they claim Snowshoe is one. Have you heard Snowshoe? Yep. Snowshoe's one. I've heard Williamsport, but I always hear Howard. Howard is like what, 15 minutes away from us? You always hear the Howard. Oh, Mount Lions in Howard, Howard, Pennsylvania. Shut up. No, there ain't. You know why? Because I didn't see any. That's <laughs> what I'm telling you right now. When it comes to Mount Lions in Pennsylvania, what I say is law. That's how I've always looked at it. That's what I'm going to say. Because I spent an ample amount of time in there for my 33 years on this freaking planet. And I ain't seen nothing. I haven't even seen any tracks. What are they doing? Just hopping from tree to tree? They're not going to walk on land? You just happen to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Every time? No. My All luck, the time. My luck ain't that bad. And, and, and back to back to the story in Goshen, okay? Earlier that day when we were walking out, we were walking off the top of the ridge on a, on a, you know, a road that they have up there. And there was shit laying in the road. And we're kind of looking at it. He's like, what is that? And I was like, I don't know, man. It doesn't look like coyote. You know, it wasn't deer. It wasn't bear. And when I was on that site looking, researching mountain lion, it had what they call scat. They call it mountain lion scat. And that's exactly what it looked like in the road. Exactly. Come on, Johnny. I, I swear, I swear to God, if, if, I'm, if I'm lying, I'm dying. I'm telling you, that is how that story went down. And I, we can have my buddy Colby on here, and he'll tell the same story. You believe, so you believe it. That that's that there was actually a mountain lion seventy to eighty yards from you in the woods. Not for me. Well, yeah, I guess so because I we we were about eighty yards away. But he said it sounded right. like it was right in front of him, and I could hear it plain as day. Because enough for me to get on the you know the the walkie and say what the hell was that at prime time. Well, what it sound like? I can't explain it. I, I'll look it up. Y'all call. I'll try to it. try to emulate it. I can't emulate it. I can't. I, there's. I, I can't. I've tried. There's. I. I can't even. I. I can't. There. I, there's no way. I. I can try to look it up. Well, if I'm going to talk about you know, some sort of scary story or whatever that happened to me in the woods, have you ever slept in the middle of the woods? Yeah, like whenever I go camping. I just mean you in a foot and a half of snow. Oh no. Happened to me. Clearfield, Pennsylvania. I'm living in Baltimore, and I, you know what? Hey, I want to go hunting in PA, but one of the things I like to do is I just like to go find new land. Found a state game lands in Clearfield, Pennsylvania, and uh, I'm just roaming around, and, man, the one thing you don't do is chase tracks in an area you don't know. I think it's something everybody knows. So here we go. I see these tracks, dude, I'm telling you. These deer prints were the size of my freaking palm. Like, my, maybe, maybe my entire hand. Yeah, maybe it was a mountain lion that looked like it was a deer. I don't know. 
But uh, I'm, I saw these things. I gotta find out what it is. I gotta freaking go after this shit. So I'm walking. I'm walking. I'm following these things forever, forever. Didn't see nothing. It's starting to get dark. So I'm like, all right, I gotta get out of here. I realized I circled myself. I was in fourteen thousand five hundred acres in Clearfield, Pennsylvania. State game lands. I got circled up. Couldn't find my way out. Foot and a half of snow. So, I'm just like, I'm totally screwed. There's no cell service, by the way. No cell service. I was out of freaking water. Okay, I could have eaten snow, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, I slept at the base of a tree in the middle of a Pennsylvania winter. In a foot and a half of snow. <laughs> the next morning, I... Uh, you want to talk about bobcats and mountain lion sounds? Go into the middle of absolutely nowhere on earth with animals. We, who knows? We may not even know exist around here like mountain lions. Who knows? Possibly. But you hear some of the weirdest... I don't want to say scary, but like it makes you think a little bit type sounds. Yeah. And you have your hand this far from your face and you can't even see your fingers. But yet, you hear stuff walking around you, and you can hear the stuff. Dude, I'm telling you what, man. That's a wicked freaking time. I oh, challenge yeah. you boys to go do that. By yourselves, middle of nowhere, sleep in a foot and a half of snow, try not to die. It's pretty awesome. Okay. See, that's what's nice about hunting on the pri- private property. I know where I'm going. See, listen, you, pri- you private land guys are so cocky. <laughs> Just rubbing it in all the time. Hey, somebody, be my friend. Let me on your land. I want to be one of the cool cats. I want to be one of the cool cats. <laughs> so yeah. So that's uh, that. Actually, that actually happened. That was a uh, pretty scary time. Uh, you have any stories, Coach? Now, now nope. every, everything just comes easy to him. With, same with his crossbow. It's just everything comes easy to him. No hardships in the wilderness. I do have this... I had a bear sneak up on me when I lived in Maryland. That was pretty fun. Not. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I, I did a somersault backwards down a hill trying to avoid this bear that was for me to my chair away. I didn't even know it was there. It didn't see me. It didn't smell me. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that was... Yeah, that was pretty wild time. But, I don't know. Johnny, did you ever shoot a bear? No, I have not shoot a bear. I've I have uh, made this statement on many occasions. I I have no desire to hunt anything that can eat me, so I'm good. <laughs> Johnny, would you ever get? Hey, well then I guess well you can cancel your plans on hunting with Johnny in Africa, because Johnny Johnny ain't gonna go down there and hunt. He'll get eaten alive. <laughs> did yeah. you ever go bear hunting? I have been. No, I have. I never oh, did. Okay. There's, for some reason, I've got there's I've got I see the big screen of you two sitting there, and then for some reason, I have a little screen up here in the corner that's actually cutting out Kurt's face, so I can't see his. I can see his beard. That's it. <laughs> and I'm afraid to move it because the last time I moved it, I think it cut us off. So I just I'm just leaving it there. So Kurt, you could be sticking your tongue out, and I can't see it. <laughs> Did you ever go hunting for bear? I have not, but like I wanted to, but it's just like I'm good. Why? Why does nobody want to hunt bears? Like I, like I seriously, like, 
You want to shoot a lion? Like, I would shoot a what's bear. What's his name? Mustafa? Wasn't that his name or something? The Lion no. King? The Lion King. Wasn't that his name? Yeah. You like, want to shoot him? I would shoot a bear. But not a bear. But, like, the only thing cool about a bear would be, like, getting a, like, a rug and putting it on my wall. Do you hear this guy? What would you do with? What would you do if you shot a bear? Would you make a rug out of it? No, I, I doubt I'd make a rug. I, I I would probably get the you know head mounted, shoulder mount. That'd be about it. I'd I'd want to get a full full mount. If I got one, I'd want a full mount, straight up, because I want to scare my children. <laughs> so I would get a. So I would get a. So I would get a full evil. mount. <laughs> You're so evil. Listen. Listen, the guy who used to take me hunting whenever I was 12 years old, uh, I think it was like a 580-some pound bear he shot on his land with a 45. Was it private land? Yeah, it was. Okay. Yeah, he was a cocky guy, too. Just so happens, y'all just, shut up, Johnny, quit laughing. (laughs) Anyhow, so, so first time I'm at this guy's house, he's like, hey, you know, there's something to do downstairs or whatever in his basement. I get downstairs. Well, he strategically has this 580-pound bear right around the corner of his steps. So when you go down these steps, there's a wall, you know. Come down, there's a lady, you turn right, and there's this bear standing on on its hind legs. His paws are up like this, its tongue's out, and its head's looking down in like this. So when you walk there, you're like face-to-face with this freaking bear. I would totally do that, and I think that's okay. <laughs> If I would have thought about it at the time, I would have jumped on it, so I would have got the claw marks on my chest. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, hey, the the lion that we were talking about in Africa, it was Cecil. Cecil the lion. Cecil, that's yeah. right. That's right. I'm going to get so much hate from this. <laughs> oh, and, and, and Kurt, back to you. Um I know a guy that has been to Africa hunting, and he just cleaned up. Our, our One of our team members, his name is Chatterpillar. I don't know. Do you have any kind of social media, Kurt? Facebook. Facebook. He's mostly on Instagram is where he posts most of his stuff, but his name is Chatterpillar on Instagram. He went to Africa on a hunt, and he, like I said, he's one of our team members. And he, I mean, he ended up killing a kudu, um... A zebra, I think he killed two impalas. I think he killed two wildebeest, a warthog. He may have gotten two warthogs, a baboon. All this was in one hunt within like seven days or eight days he was there. I mean, he was just... Oh, my God. And his his catchphrase, he was whacking and packing them, baby. (laughs) (laughs) So, shout out to my brother, Chatterpillar, right there. And uh, he went with a, a group called Boss Safari is who he went with. And he said, I don't know how much it was, but he says it really wasn't that bad. Now, he didn't kill a lion or anything, but he killed a lot of shit while he was in Africa. Yeah. I dude, I think kudus are one of the prettiest animals of all time. I think Those that, things are freaking gorgeous. Man. I think it was a kudu. And I, now, Chatterpillar, I'm sorry if I got it wrong, but I'm pretty sure he killed a kudu while he was there. If it wasn't a kudu, it very much looked like one. Kudu, I, I, I think they're gorgeous animals, but I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a desire to go to Africa to hunt big game animals. I, I mean, I African game animals. I really don't. 
I mean, I don't want to go shoot an elephant or nothing. I can't imagine myself wanting to pull it. Yeah, nothing against it, dude. It's freaking awesome. I wish I could experience what he did. I just that wouldn't be like my number one choice. If, if I had an opportunity to say, "Hey, Todd, look, here's twenty grand, Africa. You want it? Oh yeah, I do. Because I want the experience, you know. And it'd be cool to maybe eat a baboon. I don't know, but you know, it's I don't know. It's kind of. I just want my mountain lion, I want my wolf, and I want my elk. But no bobcat. I'll pepper them all day long. Yeah, he wants to shoot the so bow. Got- he-, <laughs> he wants to shoot that with his bow. Yeah, you know, the skillful kind. But uh <laughs> So where are you shooting this mountain where are you gonna shoot this mountain lion at? Uh, they don't according to you they don't exist nowhere. I, they don't exist here where we live. But they do funny because you've seen it on facebook that's how you know go ahead say yeah that's how i know listen everything on facebook is true listen facebook's true that's everything in facebook's true johnny hey i another funny story about a mountain lion my wife was at school and uh she sent me this picture of a mountain lion and she said so and so uh sent me this picture and the friend of theirs just had this in their backyard this morning and it was a picture of a mountain lion like sitting right off the back porch right and I looked at it, and I kind of looked at the surroundings, and I'm like, we don't have trees like that around here. So I simply went to, I simply went mountain lion images on Google, and I sat there and I just scanned through all of these freaking pictures of mountain lions, and boom, there was the picture. It was taken in Florida. And I sent her back. I said, whoever told you that, call them out on bullshit. I said, because this was a Florida mountain lion, or whatever it was. I don't know. Dude, that happens so, all the time. It, it does. I know it does. I, there was one floating around here not two months ago that was sick. There was a picture of a mountain lion on Afton Mountain. And I'm, again, to search through the pictures, no, there's there was not a mountain lion on Afton Mountain. So, yeah. Yeah, I know it happens all the time. But I still, I know what I heard, and I know what kind of shit I saw. That's, I'm, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And I know what and I know what kind of shit I heard. Bullshit. <laughs> so did you find did you find the sound? No, I did not. I couldn't find it. So you know, Johnny, you brought up about social media real quick and stuff for Facebook or whatever. One of you guys did. Johnny, you got homework, my friend. I do. You got homework. Cause uh as you know I'm not on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, but you know, I, we are on the Twitter, and we are on TikTok, and you can email the show on the podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you do that. But Johnny Simo, I need you to, uh, I need you to hit up FB, bud. Okay. Or, or maybe. No, you know what? I don't want you to put it on Facebook. Right. I don't want you to put it on Facebook. I apologize. Pardon my ignorance. Because we need to, we need to grow our other outlets of social media. And, uh. You know, it's just another way to, you know, broaden our our audience and stuff or whatever. So I'll take care of I'll take care of the posting. But I got a big announcement. Next week's show, we not only we will not have Kurt next week because I'm gonna need to take a breather from this guy. It's been, <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a lot of time in a short amount of time. However, Johnny, I uh, I did say we're gonna have someone uh, might be a little better looking than Kurt on the on the air next week. Okay. We have a female coming on the show next week. As 
She will be the second female guest. I think Sarah Ann was the first. Yep. That was in Harrisburg. That was in Harrisburg at the Great American Outdoor Show, which, by the way, have you ever gone to that? No, I have not. Oh, you got to. He he doesn't leave. He doesn't leave this area. He needs to branch out. Well, as you know, Todd, and and everybody's always heard me say it, I don't travel either. But I did come to Harrisburg, and I'm telling you, you need to go to that show. It will blow your mind. Yeah, I heard the story about you being famous down there. Oh, jeez. Listen, listen. He Todd was crying. The other night, he's like, man, he's like, Johnny was more famous and was... People were talking to Johnny more than it's, and it's my show. He was, I'm telling you, Johnny, he was crying like a little girl. Listen, this is, first of all, shut up. Now I, <laughs> I wasn't crying, Johnny. I was just heartbroken and sad that nobody cared about the host of the show. You really were the most famous. You really were the most famous guy there. Though, that day. I had I had two people recognize me, and, and, and two people in a, two people in a half hour. <laughs> And you were there for eight hours. That's 16 people. How many people recognized you? About 17. <laughs> it was, and, 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 I got I to give the guys a shout out, too. It was the boys from over uh, White Tail Distraction. They were, the ones, they were the first ones that walked up to me that recognized me. So shout, that, shout out to those guys. These guys are standing right. They're standing off from us. You know, I'm here. Johnny's to my left. He's right where you are. I see these guys, you know, they got their phone and they're like looking up. And just from the angle, I thought they were like looking to me, you know, like I got my shirt on, Todd Order from the Toddcast and stuff. And they're just doing this stuff. Like they're scrolling. You can clearly see them scrolling and they're looking down, trying to be all discreet and stuff. Eyes are slowly moving up and down. Then they walk right up and they walk right to my shoulder and they're right there and uh, they go. Johnny Simonetti, like right across me, man. I was like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah, this is great. And then it's like the, and it's like a domino effect. The next guy came with jo- Johnny Simo. Oh my, tattooed in a wild Johnny Simo. Yeah, Tony, the kid's a legend, man. <laughs> but back to the original thing I was about to say. We uh, we have Johnny. Ready for this? Yep. Podcast Chick Laney's coming on next oh, week. Oh, that's oh, freaking man. awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Podcast Laney's coming on. That is awesome. Yeah. Won't you... Uh, <laughs> explain who she is a little bit. She she is new into the podcasting. Uh, she started her podcast. She started listening to uh, Titty and Shiner. And I uh, started listening to, uh, to our show, and then she decided, you know, she that's something that she wanted to do. Um, so she, she started out just playing around, and, and I'll tell you what, her podcasts are, are really something else. I mean, you're talking about somebody that will put her heart out on the sleeve. Um, she, she does it, and I love listening to her podcast. I keep up with her on social media. She's... You know, she'll send me a message, you know, when, when are y'all putting out a, another episode? I say, it's coming, I'll let you know, and, you know, so, no, I'm stoked. And I actually, yeah. I actually got messages from her. I'm not putting her business out there, but uh, I actually heard from her today, as a matter of fact, with some very, very good news on her part. 
You know, last week she, yes. she she asked for some prayer. Yes, she asked for some prayers. Like I said, I'm not putting her business out. And I got a message today that said everything's cool. So good for her. I'm, I'm stoked that she's going to be on next week. That's cool. She she gave me the news today too, and I thought that was absolutely good. awesome. I was good. I was very happy for. Her. I'll edit that out. So yeah, Johnny, we're having a podcast lady on. I think she's an absolute rock star. She is a loyal listener to the show, which I think is. Absolutely awesome. And uh, she reached out today and said, you know, that uh, the last epi- the last episode was scary because of what happened to me on the way to the ball game. But, yeah, like, it was still pretty funny. So she always gets feedback. She's an awesome lady. Yeah. And uh, she's just a rock star of a human being. But, hey, I got a phone call today. Okay. Getting yelled at. Somebody called me and yelled at me. All right. It was me. This oh. guy. <laughs> Listen. It was like five minutes before the game. And as Todd said before, he's he's my ace on the hill pitching these kids. Didn't even tell me he was leaving. <laughs> I was like, we're getting ready to start batting practice. And I'm like, where's Todd at? And they're like, oh, he'll be back. I'm thinking his baby boy forgot something. Because... He did really good at that this year. Uh, His baby boy up. was always the last one out. All the time. On the field. But, listen. Baby boy, he's a, he's a good kid. Good. And, uh, so, I was like, okay. I was like, maybe he forgot something. So, and then I heard, I was listening to the last week's episode. And it's like, and he's saying about this. He didn't even tell me about it. Oh, like it almost dies, and it doesn't even say anything to me about it. Right? So let me guess. You're the one that wanted him to dip his thing in the cooler. <laughs> no, it wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was one of the other coaches. Okay, all right. I just, I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> no, that wasn't me. No, I legitimately dodged death for real, right hand up to God. I, I could have been dead for sure without question. Five minutes before a game. And I, and never, I wouldn't have had a pitcher at all. And I never, well, that's yeah. that be the biggest concern, that you wouldn't have a pitcher, your coach would have died. Listen, I was worried about the W. We were worried about if you were dead or not afterwards. We just wanted to win. <laughs> but I, I never I never told a single soul, Johnny. Wow. I mean, obviously I told my parents and stuff, you know what I mean? Because I kind of shook up. I never told any of these guys. And I was at his house that night. He's getting so flustered, he grabbed another credential. I did, too. I have an open, I have an open white claw here. I'm good. I'm waiting for you to drink it. I might yeah. try another set. So, so in, so, in other words, what you're saying, Todd, you are credential-free. Tonight, I am whiskey-free. Tonight. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't remember that, but that was a great song, he's, by the way. Tonight, he's got the white claw breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight I am whiskey free. Tonight have a white claw with me. Oh yeah, man, we're gonna make it roll. There you go. <laughs> Listen, just take like one big gulp out of it. No, this is chug it, chug it, finish it, finish it on the Listen, air, finish it, chug it. You don't even have much left. That's like first of all, not even a half a can. Okay, first of all, no one has permission to tell me what to do. Just if your name is Todd. Would you name is chug it? Are mountain lions in Virginia? Yes. 
then no, I'm not chugging it. Because <laughs> they're not there either, I'm telling you. All right, you. so, okay, they're not in Pennsylvania, now chug it. No, because you're just saying it because you want something. No. You have the least amount of say on this show. <laughs> he has said to... Well, actually, I've had to put with him. a little girl. I'll take no sip. You know why? It. You know why? Because I'm a measure of a man, and I use a compound bow. I'll do it. So good. <laughs> oh, my... <laughs> Take a big gulp. If I had the ability, if I had the ability, I would rip my tongue out of my head, wrap it around my neck, and choke myself to death with it. That's how bad this. Well, that face you're making just look like you're already deaf. I, I feel dead inside right now. Oh, Seriously, I, w- I want to know what the thi- I, I want to know what's so special about this garbage. I think but, we should go buy another one and try a different one. I, you know, I like was a black, black cherry. cherry. Black cherry. Oh, you're saying, oh, oh yeah, definitely. Oh, that white claw is going to be perfect. Oh, oh yeah, black cherry white claw, baby. Try it. Now, John, I felt like a 17 year old trying to sneak in a freaking fake ID or something, dude, trying to buy this thing. <laughs> I, and you know, you felt like a jabroni too, Mike. I don't even I feel tough. I don't I even did. feel tough holding this. I did not want anybody seeing me to drink it. <laughs> I never forget that. I'll never forget the night you gave me so much shit when you found out I was drinking a, a natural light strawberry lemonade beer. Yeah, that's listen to this manly man, yeah. Uh, Did you try the Bush Apple or whatever they have out now? I have not. I heard about it. We don't talk about apple-flavored alcohol on my show. That's a thing. We don't talk about that at all. That is the truth. <laughs> that is the truth. Because I got suckered into having Jim Beam with Jim Beam Apple, and once again, if I could have hung myself with my freaking tongue, I would have. That was the absolute worst. Hey, Johnny, what whiskey do I talk about all the time on the show? What's my whiskey? Do you remember? Uh, I know it's got a sexy bottle. Oh, it's so sexy. Seventeen ninety two small batch. Yeah, seventeen ninety two. Last Thursday at Kurt's house. Hey, try some of this. He's talking about me being a pansy. Me? Man, that stuff's nasty. He couldn't... He could... It is so smooth, and he couldn't handle the ounce of... It burns. It burns going down my throat. Somebody hold my hand. You're lying. First... Really? I said it was nasty. You said it was terrible there. Yes, it was terrible. Yeah, men say it's delicious. You say it's kind of terrible. That's a man's drink, dude. Really? You're the only one I've ever heard drink it. Well, you don't hang with enough bougie people. Bougie. <laughs> bougie. You got to... I'm, I'm a bougie... I'm about to... I just... Because I had a can in my hand. I'm still holding this thing, folks. I just about out of habit. just want to take a sip of this stuff. We'll take another sip of it. No, I'm good. So, Johnny, Podcast Lady's coming up next week. I think we're going to have a rock star thing. Make sure you guys check her out on uh, Apple. Every, she's everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. Yep. Her podcast, you can find it anywhere. Check out Podcast Laney. And uh, we had uh, we had Kurt, on, Kurt, where can they find you on social media if you want them to find you? If you don't want them to find you, just say, don't look for me. <laughs> Listen, all I got is Facebook. All right, he's just got Facebook, so you know what? Just don't worry about it. Johnny, where can they find you, my friend? Facebook, Johnny Zamanetti, Instagram. What? Yeah, you know. Are you uh, changing it? Yeah, Instagram, Johnny Simo, Tattooed in the Wild, Johnny Simonetti on TikTok, 
Again, I don't even know. I don't even check Twitter anymore. So, dude, you're just so popular. Nah, I I, I can't dude, do the whole Twitter thing. I, I don't. Get, e- I, I don't even want to see how big your LinkedIn page is. I'm sure you're on there too, folks. You can email the show on the talkcast at gmail dot com. I say on the talkcast at gmail dot com. Uh, Tia on the TC on Twitter, and I don't even uh, on the podcast. On TikTok, make sure you check it out, and uh, let's grow that, man. We got a thousand followers on there, and we have over a thousand followers on there in like a week. So let's keep getting that thing rocking and rolling and shutting and strolling. And don't forget the contest. The first one to twenty email. It's so hard to get people to email anymore, Johnny, because nobody uses email anymore. So on the talkcast at gmail.com, if you want Johnny to dance, say dance Johnny dance in the subject in the email. In the in the in the uh, whatever the heck you write it in whatever the big area, what's that even called? Does anybody know? In the text area, type in what song you want Johnny to dance to on TikTok. Twenty for me, and I'll do the same thing. And twenty for Kurt. We're gonna he has one, but he hasn't made any videos yet. We're gonna have to get him on that. Plus, I just go in there and watch it. It's funny, isn't it? I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I like. My wife bitches every night. Like I'll sit on there and I'll watch it. She's like, "You're on TikTok, ain't you?" I was like, Dude, it's taking the world by storm. I was like, Here, watch this video. She's like, I'm not watching that. I'm like, well, don't watch it then. I'll watch it again. I'm Are you going to do a TikTok dance? No. Well, if okay, Johnny, we're going to spread this out. We're going to get. We're going to have a contest. How, how many emails did you get so far for you two? I, to be honest with you, I haven't even checked my email. Johnny, you, yeah, you, you could have two hundred. You could have two hundred emails right now. <laughs> And for every and for every twenty, so that means you gotta do ten dances. No. So, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Todd Orndorf. Out. Peace. See you guys. Have a good night. We're talking about a man. That's me. He's esteemed. He's known worldwide. You heard him. He has listeners everywhere. Woo. Damn near every corner of the globe. That's far. Mister. Todd. Let's go. I'm a podcast veteran. Been in the game for 10 years. I got the co host that knows most, and that's Johnny. And I'm Toddy. This is the TC.